the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. You hear Milton, Jerry? No, he doesn't have us. I hear you. I hear you. I got to plug myself in. <laughs> I'm so glad we have a radio professional here to keep Remember us Remember, we here. tested it, too. There we go. Remember, we tested the mic. This guy is highly trained. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. That's weird. Hey, welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. All bets are off once it gets above 90 degrees. Oh, it's, a, it's a little warm here, but uh, it hasn't stopped anybody from coming out, and uh, they're doing uh, some shopping, zinnias and that woman's card. It's always fun to see what that they're getting. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Oh, 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 we got it. He's got it. Oh, crepe myrtle saved. Okay. Crepe myrtle down, but it's it's okay. He needs a staff person to help him. Yeah, let's see. Anyway, if you see anybody yell at him, you're, you're good at that. Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308. He's got it now. Now he's in the clear. 208 308 308-8867-210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, Trace is going to come over here and give us uh, the plant of the weekend, which is going to be kind of kind of neat and interesting. Uh, but we got two plants that are exclusively at Millburgers. Get out of here. Yep. Is that legal? Uh, apparently so. Millburgers <laughs> wouldn't do it if it wasn't legal. Uh, well, we're the only one. They'll come and pick us up instead of Charles. <laughs> Charles is hiding someplace. And That's right. Charles and He's Trace. incognito, uh, which I think is a little Italian town he's visiting. Incognito. Yeah. He's incognito right now. I think he's back from his vacation. Yeah. And uh, that's Basket of Fire. Uh, which is a pepper. It's an ornamental pepper. It's a 2018 uh, Texas Superstar. Uh, it's very pretty. We saw some last week, and they got some more in. And as I understand it, there is no place else you can get it but Millburgers. Uh, and uh, it's also edible. One of the things uh, they talked wow. about. Well, if you're a, if you're a hot pepper, Trace is. Trace seemed to. He yeah. was kind of. He's a hot pepper lover, and yeah, it well, seems that's to be... what I mean. If you're a hot pepper lover, it seems yes. to be palatable. Okay, well, if you're... Trace liked it, he ate it. He's been here now. You and I and Jerry didn't eat it. No, I'm not a hot pepper person. He's walking with a lamp, though. <laughs> oh dear, really? Uh... <laughs> and he was kind of. Uh, breathing, breathing fire. So. There you go. Uh, but it's very pretty. It's an ornamental. And one of the other characteristics besides the uh, loving the heat is that it um, 
it'll uh, last a little longer in the cool weather. So it's got uh, cool weather durability, That's too. That's true. So, uh, all, all patines that have that patine blood in them are probably the last. And yeah, they're hard lead. to beat in a container in full sun on the patio, too, for appearance. That's a lot, lots, but lots to talk about. Is that it right there, Milton? No, that's a different one. That's a different one. He's, he's, Trace is eager to, to tell you about that one. That's our plant of the weekend. Oh, okay. What also might is exclusive to Millburgers right now is the Laura Bush Petunia. That is truly exclusive. Yep. And that's kind of exciting. Um, they're uh, here at Millburgers. They're two ninety nine in the four and a half inch pot. They're uh, not you, blooming yet. They're not blooming yet, no, but uh got well, no, there's on there's one that's blooming. I can see one blooming. You see it in the corner? That purple, red, that strong purple? Anyway, it's I okay. do, yeah. Look at your radio in the, in the right-hand I corner just, and you'll see it. I have a few in my yard, too. Oh, cool. Uh, but uh, these are wonderful. Y'all want to talk about them a little bit? No. no. I didn't think so. All right, we'll go <laughs> on to the show at 210-308-8867. We've got a write-up on plantanswers.com on the... I didn't put it in the uh, topics of the month, but I I, will, I shall do that uh, as soon as I get a chance. But uh, one one thing I want you to notice, yeah, Melton, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, this is a petunia, and how many other petunias do we have on the on the shelves out there? None. There you go. So this must be a heat taller petunia. Yeah. And it really is pretty. And reseeding, too. Yeah. Are yours in baskets and containers? All all kinds of. uh, Okay. (laughs) They're everywhere. Yeah. Well, I I guess originally, Jerry, we planted them in all those half-whiskey barrels. Yeah. All different colors. Right. And and, uh, now I've got them in uh, raised beds and still in whiskey barrels, and they, (laughs) they just keep coming up all over the landscape. It's kind of cool. Are they the same color? Uh, I know. I got, a, I got variation of color. Variation yeah, of color? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you so got it purple? Have you seen purple out there? Purple? Not, I don't have any now doing purple. I've got real. I've got the pink and real light Yeah. right now. That's uh, all I can remember. But uh, uh, this fall, I expect I'll have some more of the color variation. Yeah. And then, of course, in the spring I do. That light, that light pink is the mother, uh, the the mother uh, of Laura Bush. Uh, VIP is uh, the Vilosia is the actual uh, f- uh, mother, uh, actual mother parent or female parent of uh, Laura Bush, and it's it's tougher to boot and and uh, reseeding petunia. Now, Trace and, and all of them at Millburger here went to a lot of trouble to get these uh, Barbara Bush, I mean Laura Bush, because so many uh, so many people had been asking for them. Is that the re- is that that dwarf red porter weed over there? Sorry, Jerry, I've just been wow. If that, that is, I'm sorry, guys. I have to go buy some right now. <laughs> all right, we'll see you in a second. That's, it hasn't been on the market. I mean it. Last last year wasn't spectacular. It's, uh, it looks like we've got it here at Millburgers too. I'll have to check it out during the commercial. It's a little things that get Calvin. Uh, <laughs> Calvin, and, uh, yeah, Calvin is tiger swallowtails, porterweed, and, <laughs> and 
tropical milkweeds. Uh, yeah. So you were saying that they, they went to a lot of trouble to yeah, get Yeah, they went to a lot of trouble to get these uh, trash plants for you because, uh, like I said, the, the uh, grower doesn't, t- t- doesn't customarily grow this petunia, mainly, mainly because they can't control the growth. It's such a vigorous grower. And uh, it's it's a it's a kind of a wild petunia, but uh, and they no no growth regulator works on it. Huh. They they tried all growth regulators, even the strongest of growth regulators, and nothing to slow Laura Bush. Yay, down. Laura Bush. Yeah, and so so but Trace has them. I mean, uh, Millburgers has them out here, and what they do. Which most nurseries won't take the time to do is they 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 get the plants in and let them come into full bloom, and then after they get a little get a little bit lanky and a lot leggy and 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 tall, they cut them in half, and those things are back in the bloom within mm-hmm. in four or five days. Yeah, I, I can remember last year. They would be cutting them on Sunday, yeah. and we'd come back on Saturday, and the table would be full of blooms. Yeah, right. yeah, which was really cool to see. So, uh, but uh, that's why this there's always so you come up with good plants, and there's always one little niche uh, that uh, causes you problem, and the 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 the, the, the pro, if you go to call it a problem. With this petunia is it's too vigorous. Too and, vigorous? Uh, yeah, too vigorous. Why is that a problem? Because uh, growers can't. I mean, nurserymen can't uh, keep it controlled. I mean, it grows. It gets too. too it gets too big too oh. fast. Oh, okay. Well, now, and and the inclination, Milton. If you just look across. Yeah. Zinnias. Um, vincas. If you the trend. Celosia. Pentas. Yeah. And the trend is the smaller, more disciplined, good soldiers. Oh. You know, that's why I always talk about uh, uh, the transplants at the nursery are great, but if you really want some you know, old-fashioned zinnias like California Giants and yeah. uh, snapdragons, rocket snapdragons. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it is a kind of a contrary trend the good news is you can usually find some someplace but. yeah that's a, that's the trouble with rocket trap snapdragons they get too big too fast and they they end up throwing a lot of them away yeah so uh they they stick with the smaller growing which would look good in a container look good in the nursery on the shelf but they they don't put put out the overall production of, of blooms that our large growing ones will do. Yeah, they're not they're not the best for cut flowers. Right, right. Whereas Rocket or Superior California Giant, um, Zinnias, all, all a lot of the old fashioned. Oh, the uh, oh, what's the one with the really great fragrance, Jerry? That we grow along with the Snapdragons. Uh, stocks. Oh, stocks. oh yeah, yeah, stocks. Yeah, stocks the old the old fashioned stocks too are much more. Kind of, kind of unruly, not as yeah. neat yeah. as the ones we grow, but they're uh, even uh, sweet peas. There was kind of a tendency. To oh yeah, they've got dwarf sweet peas yeah. and dwarf sugar snaps yeah. too. 
heaven forbid. Uh, all right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Trace is up on the porch with us. So That's we, a good-looking plant. That we've been bragging on that. You like that one? Look at the brakes in that we, thing. we got two different colors, pink no. and, and purpley. I don't know. Yeah, you should know. I got the seeds. Uh. the seeds. <laughs> so uh, we still got a pretty good selection of them. Uh, I think there's about 40 flats sitting here, minus about three or four. I saw some people loading up on them this morning. Oh, cool. Now, I, I love the Laura Bush, and we got to talk more about that. But, Trace, did, was I right? And Did I see the dwarf red porterweed? You did. Uh, but yes. Cal- wow. Calvin nearly ran out of his seat. If he was not a radio professional, he'd have his little wagon around here right now. Hauling the ball back to the car. There's only about 20, so. Uh, yeah. No, oh, I, my can't just see me. On the next break, you need to run out and yeah. grab yourself. He's, one. he's, yeah, he's worried. Where are they? I'm not sure where he's looking. Uh, Porter Weed got moved over here somewhere. Okay. Well, I saw the one. Somebody had them in their wagon. Yeah, I'm pretty, oh. sure, they're, pretty sure they're right on the other side of well, this. Probably out of them now, Calvin. Yeah, wall. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He's oh, about, to, God, he's about to jump over he's the side. He's about to jump. <laughs> oh, it's reassuring there. Yeah. That close. Give me a big stick. So <laughs> now, wait. Till I'm you cannot hit the customers. Yeah. We, we just keep them off of it. Is that a new rule? Yes. <laughs> Charles used to let us hit the customers. No, no. Okay. Um, yeah, so, Calvin, we have five minutes to break, so just hang on. Keep an eye on them. But I'll anyway, my, we appreciate you getting the law. Yeah, I, and I appreciate you providing the seed, and now we're now we're uh, passing it along to the consumer exclusively. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm the only one who uh, yeah. made a commitment. That's who, uh, and that's what I understand. Uh, yeah, my wife is. says I'm afraid of commitments, but uh, <laughs> oh, when geez. it comes to plants, I'm, I don't have a plan. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's cool. So we got. Well, well, if you want, if you want one of those, you better call in now for the uh, dwarf. A red porter weed? Porter weed, yeah. Oh, that wasn't dwarf. It was just red well, porter Well, no, no. It's, it is it's a dwarf. The, oh, okay. Traditionally, oh, the dwarf is the it's you, short red. one. You can call and just say, I, I take all of them. Just 497 I hope I don't have to Cal- smack you, Mel. Calvin's going to run out. you got like five minutes to call in at 210 I only need a few. I won't take them all. Okay. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that'll be funny if someone calls in. And so, and also, uh, Charles uh, sent me an email too that the basket of fire, yes, he, 2018, he, is uh, exclusive to the nursery too. And y'all wonder where I learned some of this from. Uh. He, bought, he bought every basket of fire pepper that was available, pretty much in the state. So Very cool. um, we've got 10-inch pots and we've got hanging baskets, and they are going to be spectacular. They're full of blooms now, so it won't be long, and they'll be uh, fruited up. Well, that's those have a fair amount of peppers in there. Is that is that? No, part? that's not the right one. That's just an ornamental that you're looking that just, at. That's just, and so the basket of fire will be even it's better. Prettier. It's prettier. Wow. Well, we did it planted the weekend. Was it last week? Yeah. Yeah. And so it will look like those one gallons. So it'll uh, have a nice. And obviously that uh, uh, the eye, your eyes watering when you ate it didn't didn't, it didn't make deter you me determine. from eating another one. No, it's true. See, there you go. Are there any one gallons left, or they're all sold out? I'll have to go poke around. I think okay. they're gone. Okay. Um, what are the the peppers? Third. 
Are those one gallons of basket of fire? Yeah, that's what I was. Mm-hmm. No, those, those are, are the ones. those are pots. Uh, oh, okay. No, it is a it is an ornamental pepper, but it is not different ornamental baskets of fire. Okay, well, the basket of fire we mentioned, 2018 Texas Superstar, uh, edible, uh, loves the heat, also will uh, be happy with the cold and will last longer than other peppers will with the cold. So. Lots of positives about it. We've it got is. them at Millburgers. That's another one. If you want one, you just call and. Well, how much are the? Uh, uh, Sixteen ninety nine. Okay. Uh, either the pot or the basket. And you can call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero and sell them to put aside some for you because you can't make it today, but you can't make it tomorrow or Monday. Uh, and uh, are the crepe myrtle still on sale? Yes. Oh. Uh, my article. Marching, go, my article goes in next Saturday on crepe myrtles. We watch people haul them out. Um, Jerry's data from Plant Answers. All right, so you want to introduce the plant of the weekend? Well, this is uh, plant of the weekend B. A, B. A, I've already pretty much sold down on to the point where we can't talk about it. Oh, okay. But for, the, for those people, I do have some uh, ternaria. Ternaria? Uh, That's that yellow. Uh, yellow buttercup is the yeah, uh, common name for it, but I, I was only able to get a flat, and there, there's only a couple of plants left. So oh. uh, if the yellow buttercup interests you, uh, give us a call, and if we've, if we've got some, we will put them aside for you. And if not, you spell it? What, they'll be heartbroken? It's, it's a beautiful plant, uh-huh. and it's not commonly used anymore, but it's... Uh, it's gorgeous. Huh. I can recall 30 years ago it was extremely popular, but there's so many things that bloom yellow now that do well. Um, I guess that's the reason why. But it's a beautiful plant. Is that how you spell it? Turn and era? Uh, Turn era? I think so, but you know you're talking to the worst. Uh, ooh, look how pretty that is. Holy cow. I think I went to A&M as bad as I spell. Huh. Is that it? Is it the... Yeah, it looks like it. Oh, man. Look, go go Google it, and then you'll you'll be calling in. Um, Tanera Buttercup. Um, oh, it's nice. It's bushy too. The pictures weren't bushy. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Two one zero four nine seven. Bird butterfly plant too. Uh, it's a think? flat. It's a flat bloom. So yeah. I don't see the hummingbirds, but uh, I can see butterflies. Maybe butterflies. Too. Yeah. Probably. And bees. All right. So that would be four nine seven three seven six zero. That was A. But we've got like a few left of those. How much are they? Do you remember? Uh, four ninety nine. Oh wow! We're in a quart sized pot. Man, did you ever plant your uh, sunflowers, Milton? That's... No, my seeds. No. Oh, it's too late. How are they doing? They're they're doing really well in the package. Uh... <laughs> I, I probably already have. They probably would have been germinated and come you up. You didn't have now. to water them as long as they're still in the package. I think they still come up, but yeah, you it's don't want to wait too much longer. I'll try a few. In the container. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so now, plant of the weekend. Plant of the weekend. B. Weekend, weekend. B. 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 Yes. So I saw this name and I couldn't refuse. It is called Little Volcano Bush Little. Clover. Bush Clover? So it's perennial. It says it's good to like zero, negative 10 degrees for winter. Jeez. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> At least I hope we never have to worry about no, that. No, I hope not too. Uh, three to six foot tall. And so it says six, six wide. Excellent choice for mass plantings. And when you look at uh, it, it does a f- like a brack for for fall, and it's purple. Yeah, so, it's pretty. Uh, it sounds Picture's really cool. Pretty. And uh, what I read up on it, are you pulling it up now? Yeah, little uh, volcano. So perennial gets relatively big and colors up for fall, and I've got ten of them. They're in three-gallon cans, twenty-four ninety-nine. 
if you want a conversational piece for uh, for fall color, this is definitely going to be it. It's a beautiful purplish does bloom. It, does it say what the genus? I'll, I'll hand you the tag. Is that the Les? I think Peds, so. Peds, yeah, Cowson. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I think I pronounced it all right too. Oh, there we go. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. It actually kind of looks like a little volcano. Can you see the picture? Jerry, can you see it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So it kind of reminds me of a more in bloom butterfly bush. I was going to say it kind of looks like the butterfly bush but that the, we all talk the, about. The little colors all over the stems. Yeah. But it blooms mainly in the fall, right? So this is a fall bloomer. Yeah. So that's another one you want to look up because I think uh, if you've got the right place for it, it's, it would look really good. Uh, and then you can see the conversational. I mean, it's it's very yeah. unusual. It, it makes a note that uh, wa- water it adequately. So probably not a xeriscape plant, yeah. although a lot of the clovers are. All right. So and how much are they? Twenty four ninety nine, three gallon can. Okay. And there is ten. Oh, ten, just ten. Okay. So two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero. And so Millburgers does this. If you know, we talk about this, and you're listening in the car, which I know a lot of you are, and you're going, "Oh my gosh, well I got, I'm on my way to this place. I can't." All right. Well, get to a safe place. Pick up your phone. I'm not encouraging you to call while driving. And uh, and call two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and every weekend we have people that call in, so you're not you're not alone, and say, okay, I really want that plant you were talking about, or I want the um, the Laura Bush petunias, uh, put aside five or ten for me, so I can come get them tomorrow or Monday, or the uh, basket of fire, I like that, I want more, I want some one of those for myself, and uh, they'll take care of you at the uh, the cashier two one zero four nine seven. How about Red Porter? We? Now, see, Calvin, I purposely was not saying that. And you, uh, after this break, you can go out and you can count them. Yeah. And you can only give out the number that you're not <laughs> taking. Yeah, because the, the, the butter butterfly yeah. garden people will be coming to pick them up. So, uh, yes, and if you haven't, you can also call in right now before we go to break at 210-497-3760. That's probably a bargain price, too. Yeah, how much are they? Six ninety nine. Six ninety nine for the one gallon? Yep. Of the dwarf red porter, very we're, we're very yeah, well, excited. the colors too. Okay, yeah, they're, they're, they're but I've like never the, seen Calvin excited about this about something like this that doesn't fly. I mean, he <laughs> he broke in on Jerry bragging about the Laura Bush petunia, and uh, Jerry was like, "Yo, this thing we we saved it and we brought it in." The Millburgers went to, "That's red porter weed. That's dwarf red porter weed. I got to get me some." So, oh, there's someone walking by. Calvin, look at that. Oh, Calvin just hit him. All right, so um, that didn't work out as well as I wanted. So we're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call at 210-308-8867. What are you pointing at now? little hummingbird. A little hummingbird. Okay. Back in a moment at 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, 
gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. If you're listening to this station, I can tell we have a few things in common. You care about this country, your family, and your faith. My name is Dixie Bishop, owner of Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We'd like the privilege of serving you when you have a plumbing problem. That's what the diagnostics is all about. With our skilled licensed plumbers and leak detection technology, we can find that hidden leak that's affecting your foundation or turning your yard into a swamp. We at Texas Plumbing Diagnostics are not on commission. Our flat rate pricing will cover it all. And of course, we do it all, from water heaters and softeners to stopped up drains and new gas lines. See why Angie's List has given us the Super Service Award five years in a row. Or read our testimonials at our website, tpdtx.com. Call us at 210-698-9790 for Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. Texas Plumbing Diagnostics. We respond to your emergency. Stat. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, taking a second to talk to you about Spider-Man Pest Control. The number to call, 210-656-3721. They've been doing this since 1976, and I talked to Warren the other day through email to find out, you know, kind of what are folks experiencing. So here's what he said. These are uh, This is what happening. It's what's happening in homes around San Antonio, and he's what he's helping uh, customers with. The Smoky brown roaches are out they're looking for water and uh, you can see them uh, around your home and around lighting uh, when it comes on the american roach uh, the people call uh, palmetto bug is looking for water uh, but is now coming inside homes more uh, small uh, tiny black ants are roaming around uh, they're smaller than sugar ants. They're getting into kitchens and baths. Jerry puts little roach houses in there. Yeah. Yes, he does. He's. I'm surprised. Well, how, he, do, how do you tell the difference in those roaches, Milton? Uh, I don't. I, I what I've just basically decided is I don't want any of them. Let's see. You said the American roach and the what other? There's the smoky brown. Smoky brown. The smoky brown roaches and the American roach. I think I got American. Okay. They're big ones and they're big. I think that's yeah. Uh, and let's see. 
They're controlling them. Oh, this is kind of cool. So they use them with baits, and they uh, and he said they use in strategic places, which means Spider-Man is going to be looking for places, not just spraying around the house, but looking for places where they're coming in and take care of those two. Plus the baits mean they take them back and they uh, they kill um, other ones too. Uh, so and they've uh, they don't walk on them, do they? Like the mosquitoes? No, they do not. And uh, uh, did you ever explain sp- that? <laughs> no. And so Warren Warren said he'll come on next weekend and talk to us okay. about that. By it's, walking the mosquitoes? Yeah, the walking mosquitoes. Okay. All right. It's called the Two Care Mosquitoes Unit. Has a compound. Now this it's is right there, right by us. <laughs> yeah, it's right by us. Okay. This is uh, so I may be describing this a little wrong. That's how I understood it. Here's how he explained it in the email. has a compound that females pick up, so uh-huh. they fly in, and she lays her eggs. It stops her from biting and sterilizes the larva, and it breaks the breeding cycle. Plus, I think it spreads the, the stuff that she gets on her outside of the thing. But we'll get all the answer. But I'm encouraging you, if you want to learn how this works, Disney World uses it. Call Warren if you're having some mosquito problems at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721, and go Spider-Man Pest. So your explanation of the walking on deal is not not right? We're going to find out, but we'll find out on next week. <laughs> so anyway, hey, Bud, we got Bud, Richard, and James on the line, so we're going to go talk to Bud first. He was the first caller at 210-308-8867. Bud, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing fairly good. How are y'all? Good. How can we help you, bud? Uh, there's a plant which sometimes is referred to as spinach. Now, it's not your winter-type spinach. Malabar. You know, you're you're talking about Malabar about spinach or vine? Yes, yes. Oh. I, 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 uh, I couldn't remember the name of it. Can you spell Malabar. that? Malabar. M A L A B A R. Malabar. Three A's. M A L A B as in boy. B A R. And it's it's a true vine, right? Yes. And the, the leaf is 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 juicy like a spinach. And does it taste like spinach? Does it taste like spinach? Yes. Well. It's plain. It's similar. Plain, yeah. It's it's not as. Uh, I think spinach got kind of a distinctive taste. Malabar's more mild, juicy. Yeah, and uh, so not exactly like spinach. Uh, but it's as close as you can get to spinach in the summer. And Trace always has them here at Millburgers. We'll ask him. Yeah, because he always presents it as plant of the weekend. He oh. likes it a lot. Okay. We can double check, but uh, so so those, those those leaves can be used uh, fresh or cooked. Right. Oh yeah. Right. You can you can treat just it like, just like just like, just like real spinach. Just like real spinach. Yeah. Uh, can you all announce uh, later during the program if if you all have it there? Yeah, we'll ask. Okay. It, apparently, it's uh, great in the heat. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. It grows like grows like a vine, doesn't it, Kevin? It does. It doesn't take over, but it uh, uh, as long as it's getting some water, it does fine. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so Thanks, much, Bud. All right, we'll All find right, out for you. Thanks for calling. 
All right, 210-308-8867. We've got Richard on the line. Hi, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. How are you doing today? Not too bad. How are you all? Good. How can we help you? Yes, I uh, was growing tomatoes over the spring in an earth box, and I cut them back. And my question is, will they re-sprout, or do I have to throw everything out, start over again for fall? In a, they're, they're, they'll re-sprout, but the fruit will be small, uh, smaller than it was in the, in the spring. And uh, those earth boxes usually... Uh, after you've grown a mature plant in there, they're pretty well filled up with uh, roots, with the roots of the root system. So uh, it, it would be my, I, I think it would be better to go ahead and replace them with new plants. Okay, that the work. size and, and the situation. You could experiment if you got more than one. Yeah. I do. The other one's full of cucumbers, though. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, well, you're gonna be taking you're gonna be taking those out pretty soon, anyway. Uh, second question: How long from the time I plant onions do I pull them out, or do I just dig and see if it's the right size and then pull them out? Uh, you got onions in now. You talk about now or, or yes, in I, the spring? They've, they've been growing for the past. I, I planted them in uh, March. March. That's pretty late. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Is it where? Where did you plant them from seed, or, or did you get transplants, or what? I got uh, the transplants, the small bulbs. Okay. Okay. Did you get small bulbs? Yes, they're about the size of a pecan when I planted them. Okay. And they, they they didn't have any green on them. They were dormant buds, dormant uh, bulbs, right? Correct. And now the green stems are about two feet high right now, and they're in a uh, grow pot yeah. container. That is a bub, what we call bublets, or uh, uh, what else do we call those things? But anyway, uh, uh, they they're a long day onion variety. In other words. Uh, you would be better off, especially at this time of the year, regardless of what day length variety they are, but those happen to be long day. Uh, they will never bulb. Oh, okay. So, so you, you need to use them as uh, green onions. Okay. Thanks for the info. Okay. You well, bet. thanks for calling, and keep, keep them well fertilized. I guess you're putting fertilizer in those grow boxes, right? I think he left. Oh, okay. Hey, we right. might want to recommend, too, that uh, January or December plant uh, uh, some of the recommended varieties, the plants, and then, then you have some, this time of the year, you'd have some bulbs. Well, he would have harvested them right. a month ago, probably. Right. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Got a line open, but we also have James on the line at 210-308-8867. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, just great, man. It finally got got hot enough for me. I'm having a good time over here. Good. Uh, well, tomorrow I, ought to really delight you. <laughs> oh, man, I can't stand it. it it's just fantastic. Um, what I want to call, oh, yeah. I have a question for the good uh, doctors. Uh, 
I was out there uh, poking around on those uh, Valley Girl tomatoes, and I was noticing that uh, they had already set uh, little little tomatoes in the bloom. Uh-huh. And uh, when I touched the bloom, it fell off. And then oh, I touched no. another one, and it fell off. Oh, no. Now, why, why do they abort uh, those, uh, those little fruits? That he, that he probably didn't get pollinated properly, and uh, no, there was a okay. Jerry. There's a little little fruit in there. There's a little tomato in in the bloom. And yeah, but that was, that doesn't that doesn't mean it was pollinated properly. That oh. that's uh, I just that's the uh, ovule uh, we call it uh, that that will be pollinated. So uh, and uh, also the the you know if it's if it's po- po- if it has problem with pollination, then uh, it's like peaches. Peaches do this too. Uh, they just they just they just abort. Yeah. Well, it broke off about a quarter of an inch. The the leaves and everything on the little bloom broke off about a quarter inch behind that, and uh, the other one broke off at the same position. So. Because it wasn't yeah. pollinated correctly, it aborted. I think so. I think oh, that's okay. all right. It's it's this lovely hot weather that you like so much. Oh well, I'm I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it. I just uh, I just really like this hot weather, man. It's great. Yeah, oh, I and, know. <laughs> and you know my Malabar spinach. Yeah. It tastes like chicken, so I don't know what. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're using a little too much of that uh, chicken manure yeah, fertilizer. That may be I an think so. That manure. growing that growing green, I might have piled it up too high around there. There you go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Got too much chicken manure or turkey manure in there. Thank you, sir. You take care. Bye, bye, James. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867. Marcus is on the line. Hi, Marcus. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? All right. How are you guys doing today? Good. What's going on? Yes, I'd like to know if uh, if y'all guys would know. Uh, I know for sure I heard the, the wonderful news that Tycoon is going to be making a comeback. Yeah. Wonderful. I'm afraid so. <laughs> And Jerry gave us false information. It actually <laughs> is not going off the market. I know. He's, he's saying that with reservation. I, I hear. Uh, uh, I like. I like to know. Uh, would you be getting in uh, the Roma Surprise as well as the VHN nine sixty eight? Oh man! All right, pressure. So, I know pressure. Uh you did a good, we you just did a now wonderful. we're just now starting to think about it. see the problem with Roma Surprise. We got that from uh, Campbell Campbell Soup Seed Company, right. uh, or not the company, but uh, a salesperson. Okay. And we got a lot of seed originally, but we've been everybody likes it so much. Uh, I, I I'll just have to check and see if we're if we still got seed. Okay. Well, I hope. And, I hope uh, if, if we if we do, we will we will have it. If we don't, or, or if we do have just a little bit of seed, we may have to go to our saving seed recommendation. Will Will you be getting the VHN nine sixty eight? 
Oh yeah, yeah. They they've got it now. In fact, I I bought some uh, not not from here, but from the the grower uh, last week, last Friday, uh, Friday day yesterday. Okay. But so they they're gonna have some nine sixty eights uh, coming. Okay. The problem the problem we have in the, with tomatoes in the summer is is when the temperature gets so hot. They outgrow the pots real fast. I mean, they get long and leggy, and and the and the grower can't ship them, and so they literally have to throw them away. So uh, that's that's the problem with with it, tomatoes. But they it and, sometimes it's a little difficult to get the gardeners out there to uh, yeah, plant them when yeah. it's right, right. hundred degrees too. We don't know when when the demand will be. Right. You know, if it's a hundred degrees, people. Regardless of how good we tell you, say the varieties are, people are not in the mood to do that. Right. So uh, what, what we do with 968 and um, uh, 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 Rumble Surprise is wait late. In other words, uh, instead of July, we talk about middle of August. Okay. Which, which, if I find the seed and we seed now, that's when they'll be ready. The first, first of the middle of August, the transplants. Okay. okay. So that's when a long you... story to say. I, uh, we we really haven't worked that out yet. Okay. No, no, no pressure on you. But when do you think tycoon will be coming in? No oh, man. <laughs> we'll we'll ask. Okay. Well, I'm with you. I'm putting pressure on him too because I want to write okay. the article. Uh, uh, yeah, a week from Saturday. You know? Well, I think it, it's going to come in in little spurts. Okay. Here, what's that? Well, I thought that Trace was talking about it coming in soon in the little okay. six packs. What's that? Tycoon. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I think he's already okay. got some. I think he may already oh. have the six packs. We'll double check when we see him. Of tycoon, but yeah, not, not of uh, Roma. No, not of Roma. No, no, just of the tycoon. Oh, okay, okay. So we'll find yeah, out good. for you. So we're going to find out about that and the Malabar spinach. Have you ever grown Malabar okay. spinach? Yeah, I, do. I grow it. That's real great. Oh, is it? What does it taste yeah. like to you? It tastes Chicken. better than regular. Oh, it tastes better than regular spinach. Uh, yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, what what advice would you offer somebody that wanted to grow it? Do it. Because Bud's interested in it. Now, do it. That's a good advice. Do it. Did you did you get did you get transplants or did you grow it from seed? No, I got transplants here at uh, Millburger. Oh, okay. 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 Cool. Well, I'll make Trace very happy because he likes that. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thanks. I got a great. Okay. Thanks, man. Bye. You too. You take care. Take care, bye Marcus. Bye. All right, well, we'll take a break. While we do, why don't you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Still putting a call out for those rutabaga reports. Rutabaga? Is it too late for rutabaga reports? Yeah, it is a little late. Oh, okay. But Purple Martin reports. Okay, we'll, we'll go with Purple Martin reports. And then Jerry will give us a roach status at his house. And then we'll come back right after this on Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. 
Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush Petunias are back. They're beautiful, 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 and they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, this is Bob Olszewski. Thanks for listening to Plugged In. Are you just watching me sleep again? Boy, you are better than cable, okay? In the movie Uncle Drew, Dax is a man on a mission. He's obsessed with winning the prestigious Rucker Park Street basketball tournament. But after losing his best players, he has to recruit a bevy of talented but very old guys to help him reach that goal. This basketball comedy does have an upbeat message about forgiveness and following one's dream, but it gets marred by some sleazy dialogue, a bare backside gag, foul language, and a baptism that's played for laughs. Certainly no slam dunk. So I'm giving Uncle Drew two and a half nothing but nets out of five for family friendliness. For more, be sure to go to PluggedIn.com slash radio. Plugging you into the movies, I'm Bob Olszewski for Focus on the Family's Plugged In Movie Review. This is Mark Sadowski for Mark Sadowski Jewelers. I want to talk to you about family, cherished memories, and history. Look in your dresser drawer and you'll find a ring that was grandma's, a stick pin that was grandpa's, a necklace that was mother's. These are cherished pieces that bring back memories and love. The problem is they don't fit into your wardrobe and lifestyle. That's where we come in. At Mark Sadowski Jewelers, we can use the gems from your family's history and transform them into a piece of jewelry that does fit your wardrobe and lifestyle. You can then enjoy telling your friends and family that this ring has mother's diamond, grandpa's ruby, but it was made for me. Mark Sadowski Jewelers takes pride in redesigning your family treasures and memories into something that's made for you. And the best part is, you contribute the ideas that will make it yours. Mark Sadowski Jewelers, a family tradition since 1933. That's 85 years. Call us at 210-377-1818. That's 210-377-1818. Mike Gallagher sees a win for the Republicans in November, if we take some advice. With this new era of confrontation that seems justified by a lot of people on the left. Here's what I'm concerned about. I'll be very blunt. I don't want us to be like them. As long as we're not like them, we're going to beat them where it counts, and that's on November 6th. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8, right before Dennis Prager at 11, on 930 a.m., the answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of today's show. So give us a call and uh, let's start gardening. We got a lot of tomato questions early, um, but... Uh, yeah, I got a, a question from uh, uh, Jack Hoover and his wife about some uh, some problems with their tomatoes. It really wasn't a problem. It was a, a kind of a scarring uh, of the tomato fruit. And uh, he sent pictures. And what it is is just a physical damage uh, to that tomato caused by something. Maybe when it was small, or, or, uh, or whatever. Was it a tomato abuse? Yeah, tomato abuse. A scarring of <laughs> of a tomato, and uh, it wasn't bl- it wasn't blossoming rod, and he realized that. Uh, but it was just a scarring, and it should not hurt the uh, inside of the fruit, and should not rot rotten the fr- It should not cause the fruit to rotten. To rot. Thank you. Should not cause the fruit to rot. I'll get it right, Milton. I, I, I know this insults you when I and make does, that English grammar. I know, mistake. because of my uh, English because, because of your background. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm beginning to lose all my knowledge of stuff. <laughs> hey, listen, um, we talked about a little bit about what was uh, on sale featuring the Basket of Fire and the Laura Bush Petunia exclusives here at Millburgers in the commercial. But let me tell you a couple other things that are on sale. Uh, it's like a Texas Superstar weekend here. We've got Vinca's on sale for $0.88 cents each in the 4-inch pot, the Cora series. Uh, Blue Plumbago, a Texas Superstar. Uh, and I recommended it to a friend, and I got an email back saying it, it's doing great, and yeah, that was a perfect recommendation. Plan. Yeah, uh, that's three eighty-eight in a one-gallon container. That's a terrific price on the Blue Plumbago. Lantana is also on sale in the one-gallon container for just four eighty-eight. Lots of selection, yeah. lots of colors and uh, growing patterns. Mexican Bird of Paradise or Pride of Barbados is on sale in the three-gallon container for nineteen eighty-eight. And I should have done my commercial. I'm going to do it. I'm doing it now just to irritate Jerry. You know, if you've been driving around San Antonio, you've probably <laughs> noticed the beautiful Sinisa blooming. There you go. Yeah. And you've said to yourself, how can I get one of those for my yard? <laughs> well, they're on sale here at Millburgers for in the three and five gallon containers for seventeen eighty eight. And does that mean it's going to rain again? Yes, it does. I'm going Sunday, out. Of, I'm, I mean, before no garden October show or yes, sometime before October it'll rain. Now, I'm saying uh, Wednesday. I, I, I'm going to go talk to the Sinisa tonight. Okay. We're going to have a little conference. I'll tell you tomorrow exactly. But, yeah, I'm saying midweek. Maybe 4th of July. I hate to say it, but the Sinisa, you know, they don't know anything about the 4th My of July. My legacy is starting to bloom again. Is the, it your Lynn's Lin, legacy, the purple? Yeah, the little teeny. The little. Uh, is this, is this Lynn's legacy? No, it's Sinisa? all of them. Oh, the, uh, on sale? I'll have to, we'll have to ask because it doesn't. It just says Sinisa. Yeah, I got lots of Sinisa. different Sinisas here. For sure. Um, but, yeah, they're, and they, if, if, honestly, as you're driving around town, you'll notice them. Did you all notice them? No. I did. <laughs> I did on my own. 
<laughs> Don't ask a question, Matt. I no. bet you know that. Uh, that. I have noticed him, and Calvin has noticed him. Very, not so much. Uh, but yeah, as you drive down the road. Oh, I brought it up. Judy and I were walking the dogs, and yeah. I, I brought it up uh, about Milton and the Sinisa. And Judy right. says it's, it's not just Milton. A oh. lot of the old timers all think that. This oh, is, there you go. There you go. So you have you've got one. There. That's right. So at the, at the, at the meetings, uh, we'll have two of us. Both yeah. of us will be attend the meetings. <laughs> and the crepe myrtles are on sale. We've seen a number of people come by with the crepe myrtles today in their baskets. Some big, tall ones. Uh, in the three and the five-gallon container, they're seventeen eighty-eight. There's landscape or pride potting soil. This is a good price. It's on uh, it's a is that two dollars off? I can't. I got to do Jerry's math here. Forty-pound bag regularly four ninety-nine. Now two ninety-eight. Yeah. And so that is that's a good price on that too. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. So lots of good items. Uh, this is a good weekend. Apparently, this is a a long weekend because the Fourth of July is on Wednesday. So that's right. a five-day weekend. Wow, it is a long one. Yeah. I don't, um, I don't know that my company knows <laughs> that, but. And we ma- we mentioned earlier they're not on sale, but there's yeah. there's about twenty of those dwarf red porter weeds, and then there's the real large. Uh, uh, the violet-colored, uh, I guess more of a purple-blue color, uh, porterweed too. The the two that we started with last year, so they're they're spectacular. Uh, they're about six ninety-eight a piece, but uh, they're wonderful. Along with the uh, tropical milkweed, and then also tuberosa, which is a native milkweed, mist flower, all of the. Uh, uh, the butterfly plants, uh, the all-star butterfly plants, are available here at Mill Rivers. You can also see them in the certified butterfly garden, arranged in a, a, landscape, a pleasing landscape arrangement that, that really does a, a bang-up job of uh, attracting the butterflies and the hummingbirds, too. And plus zinnias. You know, zinnias always play a big role in uh, attracting butterflies and, and hummingbirds, so you need... You're planting to attract those nectar-eating wildlife. You uh, need need some zinnias as well. How many did you end up buying? Three. Three. Okay, so we got plenty left. You got uh, the three best ones. There's about <laughs> there's twenty. There's about twenty left. All right. So uh, you can call or come in uh, to the nursery and uh, tell them to put aside some. I'm not nearly as bad. Uh, Mar- Mary on the staff here is. She she bought she says she bought them the, the day the truck showed up. Uh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's a fanatic for the for the butterfly garden too. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Has anybody heard how the birds of prey went today? Oh, it went real well. He said. Wasn't he had, that today? Yeah. That was today. Right? He said no less than sixty people were there. Oh my goodness! No, that's great. And right. all all of the birds went home. Uh, I have not I'm heard not, of this. Have you heard? I haven't have seen verif- any flying around. Have you yeah. verified that? <laughs> yeah, we we talked we've talked about that. I don't know how many years ago it was, but that that the one decided liked it so much, just hung around for a couple of days. And of course, birds of prey staff and Milberger staff yeah. were trying to, you know, how do you how do you talk a, a big red tail hawk <laughs> deciding to go back into captivity? But it did. A couple of days. It's uh, yeah, just a yeah. couple of days. It took a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. It took a did. Lisa, yeah, and it was having a good time, and but it just 
I guess it just figured out that it was easier getting food by with somebody feeding it, or oh. had to, maybe it had a contract obligation. For, <laughs> That's right. They, they had a lawyer contacted, uh, or, or felt bad because they, you know, part of uh, what uh, bird, uh, the uh, bird of prey. What, what is the group called? Uh, last uh, chance last forever. Last chance forever. One of the things they do is uh, uh, take care of uh, hurt uh, birds of prey and. Uh, and so maybe you know, he felt he had an obligation to come back and yeah. after they nursed him to better health. Do you want to wait a second until we come back from news? I am at your pleasure. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to talk to Mark Peters when we come back from the news uh, in just a second. Uh, 210-308-8867. Calvin, while we got a second, you uh, got a Purple Martin report for Ginger and our other listeners? Oh, yeah. the uh, They're getting close to fledging, uh, the young and my my houses are. I notice that the uh, the head, heads are sticking out of the young, and uh, the adults are spending more time on, on the birdhouse than, than in the houses. And uh, and it's delightful the the noise that the martins make, especially this time of year, you know, when you got the young and and all the the males and females uh, flying over. So how's my sparrows doing? Are they doing okay? They, yeah, it's it's almost like there's two worlds. There's sparrow world and there's martin world. It's all, they, 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 they try to try to uh, ignore each other, but of course, when there's that many birds flying, and every <laughs> once in a while they get kind of run into each other. And then when the red-tailed hawk goes over, oh, uh, they really bug. Get yeah, get and then that that kind of disrupts too. But they get. Uh, they Will get, a red-tailed hawk get a swallow? Get a, a martin? Doesn't seem to, uh, and it doesn't. See, the martins, uh, they don't get aggravated by the red-tailed hawks like the blue jays do. But uh, you know that young red-tailed hawk just came and landed on my greenhouse, which is about 25 feet away from the house, and they they swooped at it a little, a little bit, but. Uh, he seemed to say, this is so much easier being around these martins than it was being around blue jays. I'll just hang out here a while. Um, but all all that activity out there, it's cool. Um, but uh, I expect the martins will be, I don't know, let's see. I think the young will be fledging probably hmm. within two weeks. All right, and by the way, uh, on that purple martin cam, Mama's still sitting on her eggs. She's got three of them. Still on the eggs? I thought she had four of them last time we checked, but I'm not sure. All right, we're going to take a break, and if you're looking for that, uh, you just Google Sportsman Paradise, Sportsman's Paradise Online, Purple Martin Cam, and you can see Mama sitting on the eggs. I think it's Mama. I can't tell. All right, we're going to take a break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. We're broadcast live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Mark Peterson is standing in front of us. So when we come back in the news, we'll talk to him, and uh, we'll take more of your questions when you call us at 210-308-8867. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Our phone number is 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. 
Mark Peterson is over here with us with San Antonio Water System, and uh, I bet he's got something he wants to talk about. I do. I actually went in to talk to Trace. I said, can I promote that this is the last day for the spring coupons? And what did he say? He said, yes, because I have a bunch of stuff. And I said, that's what I wanted to hear. So he has a lot of the plants uh, that are permitted off uh, the coupon. We've seen a number of people with the coupons today. Really? Yeah, so I guess... I guess that's so. Wise. So yes. Yeah, so, so this is the last day. Uh, we had to pick a date to be able to, for the last day to redeem. Uh, that I want to make sure that, that uh, May 31st was the last day to apply. Today is the last day Ooh. to redeem, and then more importantly, the program will take a hiatus, and then August 15th we will start up again for your application. Okay. And then the last day to redeem in the fall will be 11-11. Is that a nice? 11, it is 11, nice. Veterans Day. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I just want to tell, tell everybody that if you do have an outstanding coupon right now, come on over. The plants are great. The plants are big. The, the selection is, is uh, 99% of the permitted plants. I think Trace will allow me to say that. Yeah. The uh, I noticed the... Milkweeds have been going. Yeah. Have been going. We we uh, have any of the milkweeds. So uh, of course we recommend tuberosa and, and uh, <laughs> the was it zizozota or yeah, something like that. Tuberosa. Uh, but we we allow any yeah. of the ones, including tropical. And there's a bunch of really nice tropical right behind yeah. me. So. <laughs> and there is tuberosa here too. Yeah. So cool. So that was it. I just wanted okay. to come by and and state. That it today's the last day, 6 p.m. here at Millburgers. Now I had one last Saturday. Had one customer say, "Well, can I get an extension?" I said, "I don't think so, but call Saws." Oh, he. <laughs> he says, "Well, last year they let me have an extension." Yeah, no, no. Uh, with all the new computers that we have and the new software and the fact that the coupon is on your phone. Uh, there will be new. Well, and switches. also the, the schedule is not uh, very. It's not difficult to follow. Right. So last year it was throughout the year, and so yeah, we could give you an extension. This year we got it set up uh, for a spring, early summer. I guess uh, I guess we can say this year it's spring and summer, uh, and then in the fall. Then. Uh, Mark also just mentioned uh, the information they can get at the from your website. Oh yeah, so please go to gardensilesa.com. That's uh, the official landscaping and program uh, website. Uh, you can also go to www.saws.org and follow the little links to get there as well. Uh, but everything you need to know, all the vendors, all the requirements are located right there. You want to talk about uh, watering and stuff real quick, or I was I was, I was thinking that's where he was going on. That okay. Last well, I did in my article today uh, suggested that uh, one of the options for your lawn was to let it go dormant, and even San Augustine grass you could could get by on watering every three weeks if yeah. you had to. Yeah, we usually yeah yeah that's it, 21 days. That's a, kind of our rule of thumb on that. Um, although we know some of them. 
that uh, Floritam can go 60 days without water. Well, if, they're, cover, well if, they're, if it's in the shade, of course, the minute you say that, then somebody's lawn doesn't. Well, and the the, the 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 yes, the limiting factor was soil. Yeah. So oh. if you have four inches, or well, if you have four inches, uh, it's not going to make it. Six inches okay. is yeah, kind of the key. Six inches is what we recommend. Uh, Twelve inches would be even better. Uh, but, uh, really, boy. So, yeah, well, four feet We've of got a, 12 inches. Four feet of Where organics. we did the test, uh. we had four. We had 18 inches. Did oh, you really? Yeah. But, again, that was south side. Yeah. Uh, south yeah, County. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, around here, no, 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 no. But everything in the test that had uh, the... the Soil the six inches plus eventually came back. Yeah, uh, of course the the turf growers wanted that, and I said, "Well, no, no, you're changing the rules of the game. Um, we had a set of rules; you can't change them." But I will acknowledge that that all the zo- fine bladed zoysias, medium, yeah, all the fine bladed zoysias came back by. The following spring, two or three years later, yeah. it was pretty good. <laughs> well, we uh, one of this Jerry Br- uh, Jerry brings this up quite often. One of the st- striking results of that was that that floor tam did in fact uh, was so resisted happy. resisted going uh, uh, brown uh, better than the zoysias and it, it even out, much faster. It performed the outperformed the fine bladed zoysias and even some of the Bermudas. Yeah. But I was so glad to have at least one St. Augustine on the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and for for folks out there, the 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 thirteen grass varieties and species uh, are required. You need to have one of those at a brand new home or building. Uh, but we highly recommend everyone go and look at those species and use one of those. I'm a big fan of El Toro and Jammer, so I like them too. They're uh, easy to they're easy to use. Yeah. So it's just. But anyway, to, to wrap it all up, so yes. um, I, I know you're looking at your phone. No, no. I, was, I, was, I have lots of people that I do programs. They, they continue to look at their phones. <laughs> I don't know why. It's 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 rude. I apologize. Well, in the, old, in the old days, that's better. They used to fall asleep in the old days. Yeah, that is true. I was trying to think of a way that you could capture that because we've had things that we do too, and it's it's almost impossible to not look out in the crowd and see people on their phones. <laughs> so I was trying to think, okay, how do you turn a negative into a positive? So, like, look at your phones right now. Right and now and look at the diagram. Go to the site yeah. and look at the diagram. Yes, So that you great. capture them. We should try that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, we are in drought stage two. Okay. Uh, uh, you can look at all the regulations on the website, www.saws.org, and it will have all the regulations for stage two. Uh, recently, we're trying to uh, use the term watering restrictions, watering restrictions stage two, just to give a little bit more emphasis on what the actual goal is, is trying to reduce oh, I thought water. Well, I thought you were going, going I thought to switch from restriction to rules. Well, rules is another one, too. So uh, I noticed that water rules was used in water restrictions. All right, I, you, you correct me. It's water rules. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah, too. Yeah. That was a kinder, gentler. Yes, well, that's what we're trying to be. Okay. The, the nice mark. Not the one at 4.59 who hasn't had his coffee later in the day. So what, are we four feet away or three feet away from three? 
we're stage three. We it's a, we've experienced some ups and downs on that. Um, oh, okay. It is on some days we rapidly plummet towards it, and then other days it's yeah. The other, just a li- the just other thing a is we're getting close to the the day when the agriculture producers are done. That that is correct. Uh, but it it's all every year it's different because <clears throat> it's the amount of cotton in play. As, a, as as opposed to uh, Milo and uh, corn. So uh, it's usually July 4th <laughs> is our day that they will start cutting back. Oh, really? Uh, we know that they're cutting back they're on just, corn right now, um, but cotton will be cut back on the water and traditionally, in about the second week of July. Back, just like Mark said, it's changed because of the crops have changed. But back in my day, when the agricultural producers quit their heavy irrigation Saws restrictions did did not affect the uh, if you they're in restrictions, the level of the aquifer just stayed. The level or, or slightly improved yeah. them at that yeah. time, the restrictions. So uh, to answer your question, the broad question that I always get, will we go in stage three? The language of the ordinance allows us to a little play, and uh, so the team is working looking at uh, future weather uh, uh, and the rate of the aquifer going down and what we'll probably do is tell the city manager that we request a delay in implementing stage three and then we will begin using all our other sources like yeah, that, asr yeah that's that's a more f- the flexibility we have nowadays that we didn't have in the old day asr is asr is not regulated except by us and and, yeah. and nature i guess yeah, and it's just, it's a huge. How much is in there now? Is it hundred thousand plus? It's uh, it's over one hundred and fifty acre feet. Acre, acre feet. And we were worried back then whether whether we get over whole, fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's a nearly a year's water. And I always like to say, remember Applewhite, and everybody shakes their head. And I say we have approximately three Applewhites underground right now. Oh yeah. my goodness. So, yeah, things. Uh, Things have improved in terms of water supply, and also we've got a record of uh, successfully dealing with the challenges. So uh, much more confident now than we used to be. I will end on this note. Yes. Uh (laughs) Conservation Uh is still the cheapest water source. There you go. And the most popular water source. Okay. I mean, every time... Every time anybody squawked about it, and when the, the, the publicity people, public information people went out and did a survey, you know, is this these water rule, water restrictions too demanding for you? And the answer always came back, no, but you got to enforce them stronger, and water conservation is a, is a I'll key. Be, I'll be directing our staff to start sending all the complaints to Dr. Talbot <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All those. I'm sure, I'm sure Pat will love that. I will make sure that everything goes to you. Okay. Send it, yeah. <laughs> Send it to Kathy Martinez. She's always was a whiz at. No, no, no. Uh, I have I, I have a very good relationship with Kathy. She does all my commercial uh-huh. uh, scheduling. So no. Yes. <laughs> all right. Cool. Thank right, you, Mark. Thank you. Okay. You take well, care. Well, I, I want I want to teach Mark Mark something before he leaves. Oh, good. I know he'll appreciate that. I, I, you know, my main source of information, new information, is from Dr. Finch. Right. I, I read his column religiously every Sunday. Yeah, if I bring it to him. If he brings it to me. 
But, uh, Every I learned something. <laughs> I learned something by reading today's column. Have you read today's column yet? I'll be honest with you. I skimmed it. You skimmed oh, it. Okay. I, no, I skimmed it. I, I looked it over. Well, there's one paragraph. Less he's calories. Talking, he's that talking one. about watering and and. Uh, Was that the yeah the last section I did? Last section. Yeah. yeah. Did we need a drum roll? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Here All we right. Go. We can. Jerry's going to make an announcement. Calvin has written. The lawn, of course, is brown until the rain starts again, but it quickly greens up without any lasting damage. That's what what y'all just said. Keep the brown lawn mowed on a regular basis, and it's just like the green lawn except for the color. So did you know brown brown, uh, Bermuda grass grows? No, but what he's talking aesthetics. It's a uniform brown all the oh, way across. Oh, and okay. I didn't want to say that the weeds, some of the weeds will grow even, <laughs> yeah. even if they're. So, so oh, the, is that so why you're weed? saying keep it mowed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, uniform aesthetics and the uh, weeds will come forth because they're, they're nice native weeds. Oh, okay. I knew that would be an issue, but I didn't, I didn't want to explain that. Then I'd have to explain that the that weeds come up in well watered lawns too. But, oh yeah. But but in fact, it depends on the the lawn and how much soil you have. Whether you get more weeds if you don't water, or if you get more, more weeds if you water and the the grass is thick. So you're not saying the brown grass grows? No. Okay. No, I'm not saying. But I should have probably done a better job of explaining that. <laughs> no, I appreciate you not doing it, so I can bring it to your attention. Okay. Mark's anyway, uh, I wrote an article one time, What Brown Can Do For You. Oh, yes. And the editors then said we probably would get in trouble. Oh. So, <laughs> I thought it was a great title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you, Mark. All right. Stay cool. Trying. Take yeah. it easy. So, uh, be careful out there. You're all, yeah, you, you too. You're yeah. all dressed up, keep, Mark. Keep, no, because I was working. Yeah, he was, he was out in the fields. Keep that brown well, grass sorta. mode. <laughs> you don't want an overgrown brown grass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, poor Calvin. 210 308 8867. I've gotten used to it, Mark. It's 22 years. Uh, All right, yes, sir. One, one final thing. Um, yes. Turnera, Buttercup. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is uh, pretty. Deer resistant in most. Neighborhoods. Oh, okay. Does it grow? Does it grow in brown lawns, Mark? Uh, no. <laughs> is it a xeriscape plant? Sort of. Uh, no, that's, right. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. It's awfully pretty. So, yeah. So check it out, and I forget how many we had. Three uh, plants. Oh, three or four left. Yeah. Did so. you? Do you remember Paul Cox and his deal with porterweed? Yeah, did you see, right. the, see the red porterweed in the blue over there? Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. We've questions for you. Yeah, more of Milberger's Gardening. Run, Trace, run. Well, more after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. 
Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics. Low-spreading branches looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush Petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. The retirement of Justice Anthony Kennedy from the Supreme Court gives President Trump and conservatives an opportunity to conform the court to what the Constitution says, not what unelected judges believe. The left is in a panic. It has used the court since the 1960s to reshape society and its image without having to rely on our elected representatives. Reaction to Kennedy's retirement and the prospect of a constitutional majority has inflamed the left. Some are calling for riots. Others are predicting a rollback in abortion on demand a good thing since that was a made-up right, and a diminishing of gay rights. President Obama once said the election is over, implying he won and the rest of us had to deal with it. If that was true in 2009 when he said it to John McCain, why isn't it true now? President Trump won an election and Republicans control the Senate and House. The answer is the left thinks it should control government as a right. The media will help the protesters, but Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has promised early hearings and a vote on the president's nominee. I'm Cal Thomas in Washington. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Have you ever wondered who pest control companies call when they have a problem? Well, they call Spider-Man Pest Control in San Antonio. Warren Remy of Spider-Man Pest Control is recognized nationally as well as locally. He's been helping some homeowners, businesses, and other pest control companies solve their pest problems since 1976. No matter what your problem, Spider-Man can help you. Call Spider-Man today at 656-3721 to give your home a web of protection. 656-3721 for Spider-Man. Milberger, whoops, sorry about that. Welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hey, I want to take a second to talk to you about the Coben family and furniture now. Brand new location right down the road from Milberger's at Lookout Road and 1604 next to the Burlington. And uh, when you go in, you're going to find some nice people. Lolo's there. That's one of their salespeople who I've met a couple times and the thing that i like talking about furniture now is that i like steering people over there because i know they have great products and they are very very customer service oriented i've mentioned the uh 
24-hour, if they have it in stock, you, know, you buy it Saturday, you get it Sunday. Here's something else, because they've done their research and they know. I mean, these guys have been in the furniture business for 100 years. They know what makes customers happy. And one of the challenges that customers have is they'll buy something either online at FurnitureNow.com or in the showroom, and they get it home and it's not the right color or it didn't fit right and it's not perfect. Uh, and so they're worried about it when they go in because they've experienced uh, a situation where they've had to pay uh, restocking fees or... Or they've had to, uh, they couldn't take it back, or there have been some penalty that's paid. Well, here's the scoop. Now, I want you to get the details when you go in, uh, but this is the scoop at Furniture Now. Uh, you can return uh, an item in new condition in 14 days, no hassle. No restocking fee. Now, there are some exceptions. I'll tell you about it. For instance, one of them is it doesn't include mattresses. You can't return mattresses. It has to be in new condition. It has to be within 14 days. But they'll fill all you that out. But that just gives you, again, an idea of how much they uh, go to the trouble of making sure that your furniture buying experience is a good one over there at Furniture Now. Two locations, Loop 410 at Everest Road. Uh, and now the new one, right over here, 1604, and Lookout Road uh, next to the Burlington. Or you can check them out at FurnitureNow.com. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. Trace is up on the porch with us. All right, so do we want to talk about, uh, uh, what do we want to talk about? We've got to mention Tycoon. So there's, so there's still five, six packs of Tycoon over there, and, and I'll know more tomorrow about what's available this coming week. All right. So this is the week I'll start bringing in more and more varieties of tomatoes. Okay. It'll build for a couple of weeks, and then by the second week in August, it'll be down to whatever varieties Jerry's talking about. For We've already had the pressure. Okay. We've had a couple of golds. Uh, so where is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm coming over there now. There better be some. When, when, when is the Roma, Roma surprise? Yeah. Okay, well, when is it? I don't know. That's okay. why I'll, I'll work on that next week. All right. What about the, the I guess can we call, call you. Will you know which Fridays are going to be available? Tomorrow at the show, I'll be able to tell you okay. which varieties that be good. I should be able to get. Good. All right. I'm, then, I'm thinking uh, that it's going to be Tycoon, uh, Valley Cat. Celebrity. Celebrity, of course. And uh, BHN 968. And it's t- uh, those are all good ones. Yeah. When I, when I checked it, they didn't have any uh, Ruby Crush. Now, I don't know whether they got any coming or what, but uh, that was really good for people in the spring. Yeah, any any other heat setters like Phoenix or any of those? I didn't. I think they had 444, but we don't consider that a heat setter. Yeah. Okay. So we'll have a good list tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. yeah. And you're going to work on the Malabar maybe, see what, see what, see what you can do. I'll, I'll see. Okay. Um, and what else? Uh, we got all kinds of neat stuff in this week. You want to talk about some of your exclusive features? Well, let's see. We've got uh, baskets of fire pepper, mm-hmm. and Charles bought them all. Yep. So, so there are none out there other than at Millburger. So right. uh, we've got 10-inch pots, and we've got 10-inch hanging baskets. It's a 2018 Texas Superstar Pepper. It's an ornamental that is edible. It is uh, got a little heat on it, as Trace uh, was witness to when he ate it. Uh, it uh, loves the heat, looks very pretty, and will continue to bloom as temperatures get cooler and, and produce. Yeah, you, you'll you think that it's pretty now. Yeah. But 
you know, when the fall, that thing turns to red peppers. Oh, really? How cool. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it really blooms well and produces, like oh, any chili patine type. Okay. So we have those in the hanging baskets and the 10-inch pots. Okay. That's the part I couldn't remember. we got the Laura Bush petunias. In two colors, pink yep. and purple. Pink and purple. Oh, I think. Oh, no. no, no, pink and, uh, oh, yeah, that's. Do we call that purple? The violet? What, what, what color did we call it? I would call it purple. Is it blooming? No. It's not purple, Trace. There's a purple. We had there. a purple, but we did. We did it would produce that, seed. Would you call that pink? No, it's not pink. Magenta? Fuchsia? I don't know. We're the wrong people to ask about uh. this. <laughs> There's two colors yeah. in Laura Bush. It's blue. I, I, I'd call it blue. Blue? Blue. So you guys don't think it's violet? Yeah, I thought I'll it was violet. violet. I'll go with violet, too. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the uh, species name of the mother of, of is Vilosia. Oh, okay. Which I guess means violet? Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, I guess All we right. call it if It would be purpleosia if it was purple. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Colors are all subjective. But anyway. I, I was pointing out, but I think before you got up here, what other petunias have they got? Have you got for sale other than Laura Bush? Uh, no real petunias. No petunias. No, because they don't like it hot. They don't like it hot, and this one, this one was chosen for for heat tolerance and cold tolerance, and uh, and drought tolerance, I imagine. But it's it's the only receding uh, petunia on the market uh, anywhere now. And Wild Seed Farms sells the seed, and uh, in in both in the pink and the violet, and uh, it's it's a, a good receding petunia, and it came out of the San Antonio program, and it we we used to send. Uh, when when the Bush, the George Bush was in uh, in the White House for Laura, uh, we used to send them to the White House. And since other uh, 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 so they, it's been sent to uh, numerous states to be planted in there. Uh, uh, It'd be real pretty right. against the white building. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's... And uh, I've actually actually got a picture of them growing at the Crawford Ranch. In a container. Yeah, they do very well in a half whiskey barrel. Yeah. If you even if you've got like a oh lime tree or yeah. uh, or uh, the blueberries, right? They'll go in that. Just kind of fill in the container. Now the important thing about this is they they bloom real pretty, and once the bloom kind of begins to go away and it starts producing seed, you want to cut it back in, maybe in half. Now y'all, y'all didn't y'all cut them in half or a third? Last year we cut them back to probably two thirds. Two thirds? Yeah. Cut them more than a half. Yeah. And and re rebloomed them. Yep, we did. In the nursery. So uh, that's that's what you got to be willing to do. Uh, or if you just and if you want to plant them, and you want to see want them to go to seed in a different location than your lawn. Just, just go ahead and let them uh, 
let them go to seed. Yeah, they don't. They don't then, really need all that management. They no. They, they manage themselves. Yeah, right, right. To get to. But I mean, if you wanted to scatter them, yeah. scatter the seed, and then they'll come up uh, this fall. The seed will. And they produce a Brazilian seed uh, uh, when they when they bloom and uh, set seed. And you Each have pod. You have a good selection. Who can, of those. Count, who can count Brazilian? Uh, Jerry Jerry can. Jerry can. Okay. He's got a government. Uh, yeah, the government can. Uh, <laughs> but he he's got a. I don't think he has a bazillion of them here. But uh, there are a lot of them, so you can come and get them. Uh, today or tomorrow or the next day. But they're exclusive to Millburgers. So that's really cool. Yep, custom grown. Yeah, that's right. All right, so let's see. You want to talk about the plant of the weekend? Oh, no, talk about the other one that was all the A. Uh, a Turner- Mark was bragging on that a little Turneria. bit, too. Um, I haven't seen it available in a long time. Okay. The nickname is Yellow Buttercup. Good yellow-blooming perennial. And uh, brilliant yellow flower. Oh, you want me to get a picture? Oh, I wonder why that is and why it hasn't been on the market. I, I, I don't know. It's a great, I, great I remember. plant. So when I saw it available, it was like, uh, all right, got to bring in a few. Yeah. But we sold a lot of them before we got to uh, the weekend. So it, uh, we still have a few. So uh, it couldn't be the plant of the weekend, but uh, it's still a great plant. Yeah, it's a good plant. I, I just can't figure out. I always am interested in why plants are not more popular than they than they should be. If they if they because it's got it's got a pr- pretty good sized bloom, big as a quarter. half quarter quarter, and uh, even even in the in the growing in the greenhouse, it blooms early, so it's an attractive in the container. So, yeah, I, I would think it'd be a great butterfly plant. Yeah, yeah. And I like I like the name. And that was one of that was A, and that's how much? Those were those were four ninety nine. Was four ninety nine, and um, there were not too many left of those. Well, we'd only started out with twelve, and there, I'll go count them in a little bit, but I think there's right. four or five. And we'll tell you in a moment how the employees you can... actually grabbed a bunch of them. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay, those employees. What are they doing? And then our other volcano. All right. So this one's cool. I saw the name, and I was like, i got to try it. So this is called Little Volcano Bush Clover. And uh, when when you Google it and look at the pictures, they're, it's, it's fabulous. Uh, it's good to negative 10 degrees. I don't think we're ever going to see that. Hope not. But uh, definitely cold tolerant. Great perennial. And it's a fall bloomer. It's got a like a royal purple. Would you call it royal purple since we're having debates? Yeah. Or would you call it violet? No, yeah, it's not. Violet. Uh, oh, violet. Right. He says it's violet. You're going to call it violet? I, I knew if I said that uh, out loud that he okay. would go, he'd go for violet. Okay. <laughs> um, but they're really cool, and uh, the picture really shows what it's going to do uh, year after year. Very prolific purple in the fall. I don't know if Calvin saw did you Did you see the picture of it, Calvin? Can you see that? And you described him as purple-colored, but similar to the uh, look of... The butterfly bush. Yeah. Uh, do, what, what, does it say anything about alkaline soil or acid soil? The, the weird thing about it is the genus on that thing is uh, Lespedeza. 
which is a grass that we grew that we grew for pasture grass in Tennessee. Huh. We had a, and we referred to it as a Lespedeza patch. And uh, I guess this is a a, a, a a lagoon. Oh wow! I think it's a lagoon. I can see that. Huh? I, I can see that happening. Yeah, see, it's got that uh, blue bonnet uh, type of flower on it, which is a lagoon. So we got, uh, well, I didn't count them, but we had started with 10, and uh, it's a it's a wonderful-looking plant. Even as a green plant, it looks pretty cool, uh, kind of like a, maybe an acacia leaf. Yeah. And um, they are twenty four ninety nine in a three-gallon can. Okay. And uh, as we talk about this all the time, you can... Uh, come by and get them, obviously. We, do we have a lot of them? We have 10. All right. Oh, 10. So, or you can call if you want to get one after looking on the Internet or whatever. If you're already sold, call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760, and you can um, go ahead and they'll put one aside for you. So you can pick it up, say, tomorrow or Monday uh, here at the nursery. So uh, lots of good options. Uh, Trace, anything else you want to bring up? I'll know a lot more tomorrow. Okay. Uh, we had a wonderful uh, kids seminar today. Yep. Uh, huge turnout. I, I I stopped counting at about sixty, but I'm sure there was more. Good. Well, the parking lots were full, both front and back were full when I came here at about ten thirty. So. Yeah. Um, so what, that, that doesn't surprise me. What's happening on the fourth? The fourth uh, is the nursery open, or? Oh, of course we're open. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we've missed a fourth. Uh, we, yeah, have, we didn't create any celebration for it since this is in the middle of the week. But, no, uh, we used to have are, seeds spitting and all kinds of We are of definitely stuff. open. There's a few odd things. I mean, not, anytime there's a holiday, it's, it's harder to get the plants in and, oh. on, on normal days. Uh, grass will be an issue because they don't cut on the fourth. So um, it's a few odds and ends, but we will be here and uh, open for business. And you mentioned um, last week that you were getting a lot of grass questions. Uh, what kind of questions are you getting this week from uh, from people coming into the nursery? Well, they, they've got they're bringing pictures, mm-hmm. and uh, some, a lot of chinch bug and, and grub damage starting. Oh, so still grass? Oh yeah, there's still still grass, no problem. And Jerry, Jerry and I have been recommending people uh, if you uh, if the damage is in the hottest part of the lawn. Could be chinch bugs, but do a little test. Uh, water, do some hand watering every other day for two or three times, and and if you are generous to water, you sh- should see a green up almost immediately if it's if it's just a uh, allocation of water rather than chinch bugs. And then if it if there isn't a response, then you probably got chinch bugs. And uh, everybody says you can see some people can see the chinch bugs there, but. They're that's small. Not, that's not always easy, at, for, I find, to, to find. You need Trace's wife. Yeah. She's like the chinch bug hunter. She's a bug wrangler. Yeah, she's, a bug, <laughs> she's the bug wrangler. She can find them. So let's see, what else? Oh, I had uh, I had my, my first uh, lace bug uh, problem with uh, Uh-oh. It, and it was, uh, the, well, actually, I take it back. I had two of them. I had it on Lantana, and then it looked like the exact same damage on a viburnum. I've never seen huh. them. I've seen them on Viburnum, but uh, hmm. identical damage. Sandanqua? No, it was one of the big leaf varieties. Oh. Yeah, that, I guess that could be lace bugs. Um, yeah, we write about uh, um, lantanas and lace bugs and the uh, 
bit of a dilemma on uh, the butterflies because our typical treatment, if you've had trouble with lantana with lace bugs in the past, especially new gold, you would spray ahead of, you'd spray acephate or something ahead of the expected damage this year. Now the problem if you do that, uh, you'll have some impact on the butterflies too. So one of the, I think uh, one of the options is to try the spray uh, with uh, a spinosad based spray and then to do a, a quick that uh, trimming that we talk about, Jerry, too. Uh, so you probably minimize the insecticide impact on butterflies and you probably kick it into blooming. It's a bit of a catch-22. If you have, if you uh, let it go, you get no, you get no blooms. They look like horrible. If you treat it, then you are uh, threatening a bit your butterfly population. So there's a there's that kind of compromise in there that, that may work too. Uh, well, I know where I stand. I, I'm going to put some uh, a middle of corporate in a drench so that I don't get the problem. And it protects for about three or four months. Yeah, except uh, do we know the impact on the butterflies? I know my lantana will continue to bloom. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. The butterflies are putting him on their list. (laughs) Uh, 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Back in just a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road with breaking nursery news. Two Texas superstars are exclusive to Millburgers Landscape Nursery. Basket of Fire Pepper. This is the 2018 just-released Texas Superstar, and it's on sale at Millburgers for just $16.99 in the 10-inch hanging basket. This is while supplies last. So let me tell you a little bit about it. It's a new pepper variety, a Texas Superstar, combining ornamental and edible characteristics, low-spreading branches, looks perfect and really beautiful in hanging baskets, and the hotter it gets, the more this plant likes it. But it tolerates cooler temperatures better than other traditional peppers, so it can look good and produce fruit well into December. Again, in the 10-inch hanging baskets while supplies last for just $16.99. And Laura Bush Petunias are back. They're beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And they're on sale at Millburgers in the 4.5-inch pot for just $2.99. All this at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Bull Road. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. The retirement of Supreme Court Justice Anthony Kennedy, a Reagan appointee, led Senate Democrats to make a ridiculous demand, insisting that the majority Republicans delay approval of any Trump nominee in case Democrats win control of the Senate and then can block the president's choice. The liberals argued that Republicans delayed consideration of Obama's nominee, Merrick Garland, until after the 2016 elections. But that time, the opposition party, the GOP, already controlled the Senate and hoped to win the White House in a mere five months. This time, Democrats are a Senate minority, with no chance of a Democratic president taking office till 2021. Their indignant effort demonstrates the hyper-partisan gamesmanship that voters rejected in 2016 and should reject again in November. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. 
Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Homeowners, you know all too well, in San Antonio, we get damaging hail. That hail can wreck not only your roof, but other parts of your home. Did you know that your homeowner's insurance not only covers damage to your roof, but also damage to your deck or wooden fence? Barry Hegendorf of Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147 can help you reseal and repair that damage and make it look new again. And if you've already met your deductible because of other damage, there may be no additional cost to you. Barry Hegendorf at 822-9147 of Deck and Patio Care has been helping homeowners improve the look of their decks, patios, fences, and homes since 1985. And the incredible results speak for themselves. But check it out for yourself at deckandpatiocare.com. You'll see miraculous transformations and read testimonials of happy customers. So if your deck, fence, or patio is damaged by hail, call Deck and Patio Care right now at 822-9147 or go to deckandpatiocare.com. Here's what I know about my listeners in San Antonio and the Hill Country. This is Larry Elder. You are intelligent. You do your research, and you hate leaving money on the table. If you're thinking about selling your home in this hot market, I'm about to help you keep thousands of dollars in your pocket. Call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Help You Sell is the home of the low-set fee program, as Sergio has done away with the usual 6% hit, no matter what your house is on the market for. And tell me, why is that fair? Why does a $500,000 homeowner pay $18,000 more in commission? than a $200,000 home. Did the realtor do $18,000 more in service? I doubt it. With Sergio Martinez and Help You Sell, you'll get Sergio's 20-plus years of professional experience as Help You Sell will save you thousands and retain more of your equity. It starts with your free home evaluation and market analysis when you call Sergio Martinez with Help You Sell. Here's the number. It's 210-693-0305. That's 210-693-0305. Online at hushillcountry.com for Help You sell. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on AM 930 KLUP. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we're talking to you and answering your gardening questions when you call us at 210-308-8867. What else is going on? Calvin talked about in his article that the brown grass was growing. Mm. Uh, (laughs) He talked about the importance of uh, keeping your fruit trees watered at this time of the year because they're setting their, their fruit buds for next year. So uh, it's important that uh, you keep them from drying out. Now I had I had to. <clears throat> I've got citrus in my backyard that I love and take care of, and I've got Asian jasmine beneath it. And uh, my barometer for or thermometer for uh, watering the citrus is when the jasmine wilts. Which is, I imagine that's too late. Yeah, I probably ought to do it before then. But I went out the other day and having not watered my lawn this year, and uh, the jasmine was wilted. Oh, and the 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 uh, the citrus was also kind of cupping, so it it needed water pretty bad. So I had to water, but. Uh, that you want to want to take care of your fruit trees during these periods of drought. Now, luckily, and we've done this before, last year and the year before, 
Luckily, citrus doesn't drop fruit like other trees will when they dry out. Uh, sometimes you dry dry a fruit tree out and it'll it'll drop all its fruit or, or pecan or something like that will drop all its fruit. But citrus doesn't seem to be like that. Doctor Stein, uh, Larry Stein, uh, uh, we've got some citrus in Uvalde. And uh, he's he's experienced this too, where he let them dry down too much and are on the verge of too much, and uh, watered them, and we still had a good fruit fruit year that that year. But uh, some some trees will uh, the fruit will dry out. I mean, it'll it'll be uh, dry dry juice instead of juicy. It'll be dried. So uh, you now, want you want to keep a, keep an eye on your fruit and uh, citrus trees. I th- I think if you got if they're in a raised bed or in uh, soil or they're established, I think if you give them a uh, this kind of weather, if you give them a good watering every two weeks ahead yeah. of, you're you're going to be fine. Uh, but if uh, you want you you once get behind, then it gets a little tougher. But I was noticing that uh, the peaches, uh, the foliage looks really good. I've watered more this year than I have in past years, and it really makes a difference. So the key, the key to next year's fruit for those trees would be how much cold weather we get again. Right, right. And uh, and then, but we still have uh, what we're at the first of July now. We still got July and August to bring them through. Um, but uh, keep you know keep, keep them keep them watered. Drip irrigation works fine, or the hose running at the base uh, too, uh, and every couple of weeks at least. We always think about uh, melons at this time of the year, watermelons and whatever. And uh, to celebrate, Milton brought us some slice of watermelon today, and which was very nice and. Nice and, and cool. And we devoured yeah, it. Sweet, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so everybody thanks watermelon on the Fourth of July. And uh, I got a, a note from uh, one of our listeners and one of our best volunteers talking about uh, that they, the Pecos cantaloupe. They, they they can't find any or see, they don't see any Pecos cantaloupes anymore. And uh, what you want to know, is that a variety or is that a, you know, just where they were grown? And the answer is that that's where they were grown. I don't think... Uh, they, used to, they used to advertise them, though, as, as Pecos. Or maybe they just advertised them as... The Pecos cantaloupes are here. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, and the reason that they promoted those things and the reason everybody remembers them so well is because they're grown in, in desert-like conditions, and they're sweeter. They're actually sweeter, uh, so or worse sweeter. But what they were using uh, out there for most part was uh, Perlita, the the variety developed by Texas A&M called Perlita, which was resistant to some of the diseases that affect uh, cantaloupes and uh, also a good uh, good yielding cantaloupe and whatever. 
and that was developed by A&M and uh, Dr. Correa in uh, in the Rio Grande Valley in, in Westlaco. And so uh, uh, they used that for a long time, and that was sold as a uh, per, as a Pecos uh, cantaloupe. So same way with the onions. The, the Vidalia onion is actually an onion that was developed by a Texas A&M called Granex, G-R-A-N-E-X. So, uh, but they call it Vidalia because it was grown in, in the counties of Vidalia or around that area. So um, that's, a, that's a story on the Pecos cantaloupe. I think they, I, I don't think there's very much production out in Pecos anymore of cantaloupe. Uh, they used to have, they used to grow a lot of cantaloupe around Uvalde. And uh, the, what, what, what interesting, what put them out of business was uh, about the time the cantaloupe got ripe, we'd have a rainy spell. Huh. And that would, that would uh, ruin the cantaloupe crop uh, for, to pick, pick it, to harvest, and, uh, and also the flavor of them when it's good after rain. Yeah, one, a lot of rainy, lot of, lot of, yeah, lot rainy of, and cloudy weather. Yeah, a lot of fruits will get uh, diluted if there's a peach or so that'll happen, too. You've got a really sweet peach close to ripe, and then you get a big rain, and it just fills up with... Uh, Moisture make you get some size right. out of it and weight, but uh, they're not nearly as pleasant to eat as they would have been otherwise. But I wanted to warn everybody that are you know so dead set against uh, GMOs. Yeah. With, with are you ready to click them off? If July Fourth coming up. Yeah. And and I know you dedicated people to those horrible, terrible, uh, I'm sacrilegious yeah. uh, GMOs. He just keeps describing it. We'll mm-hmm. just run out of time eventually. That, that's genetically <laughs> modified organism. Is it what the GMO said? Yeah. For? I always thought it was GTO. But anyways, yeah, GMO. that's a Pontiac. I'd rather have the GTO. Yeah, yeah, they were nice, weren't they, man? Uh huh. Pretty. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. One of did the, you have one? What did you have? <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. But I, I had a Chevy Super Sport. Ooh, that well, sounds nice. Yeah. One of the first GMOs. I had a '63 Corvair. Does that did guy? you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one of the How first much time G- did we kill? Yeah. <laughs> oh, one of the man. first GMOs to come on the market. Uh huh. And be widely accepted. Now, how are you defining a GMO? Genetically modified organism. I understand, but we've had listeners who've called in and have, have say, say, taken the blue bonnets and said those are GMO. No, that was... That's just selection. Yeah. Okay, so... The, these, these were... Tr- GMOs are mainly treated with a with a chemical or sure treated or radiation. radiation or yeah they, like they treat the cell structure so it yeah but we ours was a natural crosses okay so this is a, not a cross bond. no this is not a now, cross you better make sure you're right here because uh, I'm, I'm reading it you're on your own the watermelon people are like, going to come after you like a friend of mine said said i've never seen that in print and i said well it's going to be in this week's paper so i'll send you a copy Oh, <laughs> this was years ago when I okay. first wrote this article. Don't make the watermelon growers angry. 
the the obvious question uh, about growing seedless watermelon is how does one obtain seed for growing a seedless watermelon? If I, if I had that one time, I've had it a thousand times. Obviously, you cannot save the seed from a seedless melon. See, we had seed in our seedless melon. Yeah, but it's all white. And, it's yeah. No, yeah, there was some, there was some oh, there regular was some? seed in yeah. there. No, I didn't see any. In fact, uh, the the growers got into big tr- trouble over that deal, uh, selling them a seedless watermelon and had just a very few seed in there. Right at the, man, some, in the middle. Kind some of. people sued them because really? it said, it's supposed to be seedless, but it's got five seed in a watermelon. You know, it's stupid. But um, anyway, so where did the seed come from? Simply stated. Simply stated, Milton. Why don't you give your source, too? Uh, me. No, did you write this article? Yes. Well, then it's obviously simple. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it could be quite long. I've seen it a is lot, quite long. A lot of his articles. Yeah. The number of chromosomes, thread-like bodies with the cells uh, that contain inherited units called genes... And a normal watermelon plant is doubled by the use of the chemical cultazine. Doubling a normal diploid watermelon results in a tetraploid plant, one having four sets of chromosomes. When the tetraploid plant is bred back or pollinated by a diploid plant, two, two in, uh, or normal plant, the resulting seed produces a triploid plant, yeah. 3N, that's a mule of the plant kingdom, and it produces seedless watermelon. So where, if they want to learn, hear more about this, where do they go, Jerry, to your to plantanswers.com? Yeah, I've, I've got it on uh, in the, uh, if you didn't follow that instruction. How, it was so simple. Yeah. <laughs> Simply put. That <laughs> sure was. I don't know. I had triples and doubles. and. It's a, but anyway, it's on uh, plantanswers.com under the uh, topics of the month section under uh, uh, seedless watermelon. All right, 210-308-80. But you, you people that don't like GMOs or hate GMOs and are scared of GMOs, I suggest you stick with the seeded watermelon because the seedless watermelon is a GMO. Do you notice any difference in taste between the two? No. No, I don't either, although I, th- I, think I, the, I like the seeded better. I don't have to spit as much. But I, you like the seedless better? No, no, the seeded, the one that has the seeds. You don't have to spit as much. No, if it's seedless, you don't have to spit as much. Right. Okay. No, no, no. I, I don't yeah. mind spitting. Now yeah, but those big, those big seeds are easy, easy to spit. They're kind yeah, of, it's kind of, it's kind of uh, reminds of the old days, you know? Yeah, it gives you something to do yeah. while eating it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but anyway. Hey, we keep talking where I'll get yeah, we to gotta, the end of the show. Yeah, he'll forget by tomorrow. <laughs> so we just got to kill another two and a half minutes. We test <laughs> seedless watermelons and varieties of seeded and seedless watermelon uh, almost yearly. We didn't do it this year. But uh, there's as much variation in, in seedless watermelons and in... Uh, Seeded watermelons as there is in as there is in tomatoes. Now, oh, how interesting! 
Do you test them against each other, or they're uh, separate? Yeah, no. Is it all seedless and then versus and uh, then all seeded? We have to plant seeded with seeded, seedless, to produce a seedless. Okay, but that's oh, I just meant. And so as you and test so them. we we plant them, and we we evaluate them. Uh, as watermelons, all of them. Oh, just as water. Okay. Well, the and cool we thing take was, the sugars and yeah, take the sugars and uh, and and everything else in, in, into uh, and the yields and things like that, so the grower knows which are the best seedless watermelons. So, because uh, I remember going out and visiting when you were doing one. And it was cool watching the person. Then they would write down this, the sugar content. Right, and that was right. Really... Oh, that's right. You came out to yeah. the watermelon tasting. So, what was the uh, what was the sweetest? Do you remember? There's thirty numbers. Oh, well. Oh, and that's right. It was numbers. It wasn't by variety. Yeah, it wasn't by variety. Some of them are given varieties. But you didn't do it this year. Tested. No. No. And I don't know that you'd know in the store, because the store doesn't tell you what variety. No. They just have the watermelon. But the way we get them to the consumer is that the grower looks at our data and picks the watermelon that yields the most and the sweetest. Okay. And then he sells that to the grocery or okay. supermarket. And they're all different kinds, too, now. So when I got yellow, the watermelon. That's very yellow. Yeah, I saw the yellow, the orangish yellow, the one. Yeah. Is, is that good? Should I pick one up for us tomorrow? Okay, and uh, well, they had those too. The best watermelon I ever ate was a yellow watermelon, but my mind, my mind was saying, "Spit it out, fool! It's supposed to be red." <laughs> well, maybe I'll, maybe we'll blindfold you tomorrow, and I'll bring the yellow one in. All right, we're gonna say goodbye for today. I'll eat his share. Okay, and uh, we encourage you to join us tomorrow over here at Millburgers or on the phone. Thanks to Al, doing a great job, and of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.